made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we ask that you'd have your way tonight, God. We need to hear a word from you. We pray that you would be glorified in everything tonight, God. Have your way in us, God. Speak to us with strength. Speak to us with authority. Speak to us with power. God, we're ready. Come on, Atlanta. Open your mouth. Say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. God, we pray that you break through anything in us that's distracted, anything in us that's unfocused, anything in us that's not in this moment right now. I arrest this atmosphere in this building and online, and we take authority. And I pray that tonight, God, you would speak with clarity and power. Let every question be answered tonight. Let every prayer request be answered tonight. Give us guidance. Give us direction. Give us correction. Give us protection. Give us direction. Give us instruction. Everything that we need, we expect that you're going to fulfill that need tonight. In these next few moments, God, let us start our week on fire. That's why we're doing this tonight, God. Let us start this week on fire. Let us go into the new month of October on fire. And for that, we say thank Thank you in the building and online can i get you to lift your hands open up your mouth and worship god for five seconds and in anticipation of him speaking to you for five go come on open your mouth and worship your god four three two come on i need to hear your sound in this building and online like you need god to speak to you like you need god to answer you like you need god to turn some things for you like you need God to make it clear for you. He's about to clear the path for us tonight. And we thank you that it is so. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's go to work. Touch the paper person on your left and your right. Say, let's get our fire back. Let's get our fire back. Let's get our fire back. Uh-uh, wrong neighbor. We're going to get it together. You got to tell somebody that and they have to respond with a praise because your praise pushes things. Would you look at somebody on your row in your sex and say, let's get our fire back tonight. Let's... Come on, that, that was a good one. I bet you this third one going to take it over the top. Look at somebody and say, I got to have my fire back tonight. Can't leave without it. Can't go home the same way. Ain't going back to Douglasville the same way. Ain't going back to the south side the same way. 
ain't going down the street the same way. I gotta get it before I leave this building. Shout tonight. Shout it again tonight. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. So at Harvest Church, I teach in series, and this is the last week of our series called Fire. Shout fire. All right, when I say it, you got to say it with authority. There's something that happens when you speak. Everything in the earth is voice activated. In Genesis, everything God created, he did it with his mouth. And some of you, you, you're really proud about how hard you work. But can I tell you, working hard is great, but it's also important that you work smart. And sometimes all you have to do is open your mouth and use your words. The Bible says in Numbers 14, 28, I will give you exactly what I heard you say. And for many of you, this is why the enemy tries to intimidate you, shut you down, get you depressed, get you in anxiety, get you frustrated so that the only thing that comes out of your mouth is negative instead of you using your mouth to create the world that you want to see because my words frame my world and my mouth changes my manifestation and my voice is what gives me victory I am in the image and the likeness of God Almighty and he's a speaking spirit which means anything he wanted to see he spoke that thing first and so the reason we create an atmosphere while we're always talking is because your mouth is finally not going to get you in trouble your mouth is finally about to go get your house, get your car, get your job, get your family, get your future, get your health. Your mouth is about to go get something for you. So when I say open your mouth, I'm not just saying it to say it. I'm saying it because you're about to speak yourself into success. You're about to speak yourself into victory. Please open up your mouth and say my future looks amazing. Come on, you speaking spirit. If I want to see it, I'll say it. If I want to see it, I say it. If I want to see it, I say it. If I want to see it, I say it. If I want to walk in it, it's got to be in my words. If I want to step in it, it's got to come out of my mouth. Please touch your neighbors and God's going to blow your mind this week. Atlanta, why y'all playing? Okay, if your neighbor don't want to say now lay your hands on yourself and say for all of what you've been through, in the first nine months of this year God's gonna pay you back in the last three play with me if you want to play with me if you want to but your name's about to be brought up favors about to find you opportunities about to open for you you about to get a new set of, I wish I had somebody come on worship your God for five seconds right there go five four three Two. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, so, so this is why I have you talk so much because the enemy wants to shut you down and silence you so that you stay stuck in what you could have got out of. <laughs> so that you stay watch me depressed in what you could have got out of so that you stay frustrated in what you got to get out of for some of you today has been the last day you're going to complain about what you complained about today because I think I'm talking to some people tonight where you say I'm sick and tired about being sick and tired about the same old thing I don't mind having problems but I refuse to have the same doggone problems by this time next week so our series is called fire shout fire and fire comes from this Hebrew word peer, which means fire transforms everything that it contacts so that it's never, ever the same. This is a month of fire. The month of September represents four things. Number one, it's the ninth month of the calendar year. Nine is the biblical number of birthing, fruitfulness, progress, and productivity. It's important that you understand this month you've been birthing some things. 
That's been your uncomfortable spot. It's because you've been giving birth to some things. And to give birth to something means I didn't just start this today. I've been working on this. See, for some of y'all, you've been working on some things for several weeks, for several months, for several years. And hear me, if there's only a few days left in this month, what is God going to do by this time next week? Or by this time next week? Which means what is God going to do in the last six days of this month that he did not do in the first 24? See, I believe in the God of the Bible that still works miracles. I believe in the God of the Bible that takes things and turns them around quickly. I believe in the God of the Bible that takes the hearts of kings and changes them in whichever direction that he wants to take it. I believe in the God of Romans 8, 28 that makes all things work together for my good. I believe in the God that still does miracles. So what is he going to do over the next six days he hasn't done in the first 24? It means to birth. It means to have progress. It means to be productive. And it means to be fruitful. But then the month of September, say September, September, uh, this month that we live in, it was actually created by the Greco-Roman culture. The Romans conquered the Greeks, and so there literally are this conglomeration, this convergence of cultures. And so uh, they created this month September, but septum, S-E-P-T-E-M, it means, watch this, while it's the ninth month of the calendar year, it actually means seven. So every time you say September, what you're really saying is seven and seven has a significant meaning seven is the biblical number of completion nothing missing nothing broken nothing lacking all as well pay attention if this is a month of september if this is the month of shalom if this is a month of completion what is he gonna complete by next sunday Y'all ain't going to say that to me. Watch me. If this is your month of shalom where nothing's going to be missing, if it's missing on the 24th, it can't be missing by the 1st. If it's missing this night, it cannot be missing one week from today. Say, this is my month of shalom. So let me prophesy, your phone's about to ring, you're about to get the email, you're about to get the text. What you've been waiting on for several months is finally about to break through for you. I heard the Lord say, watch me, he didn't let them respond just to see if you were going to quit. He didn't let them respond just to see if you were going to give up. But I heard the Lord say, expect over these next seven days, by the time you get to church next Sunday night, you're going to say, I got my praise report in my... Let's go. But the month of September, it's the ninth month of the calendar year. It means, it means seven. Uh, but then watch me. The month of September is actually, while it's the ninth month of the calendar year, it is the last month of the spiritual year. Pay attention. Uh, on this past Sunday, the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar, not the Gregorian calendar that we use that's named after Pope Gregory the 13th that goes January through December. The scripture is based off of the Hebrew calendar. In the Hebrew calendar, last Sunday the year changed over, which means God has just given you and I a three and a half month head start. So while the world is talking about Happy New Year on December 31st, we're going to be talking about I've been there already. Why does God give us a head start? Because for most of us, our lives started behind. Let's talk. For most of us, we weren't given silver spoons. We were given plastic ones. Let's talk. For most of us, nobody hooked us up. Nobody helped us. And can I tell you what you need to do tonight? For some of you, you need to set some people free that did not help you. Because God said he wanted to make sure that he got the glory out of every victory that you experienced. So for some of you, he held back your help so that he would have to be your help. They saw you in need and they did nothing so you would discover that God would meet your needs. They knew that they could have helped you but they did not help you because God says I'm going to show you how I can take nothing and turn it into something. So pay attention. It is the end of the spiritual year which means our new is now but finally the month of September the fourth thing. Say fourth. The fourth thing about September, the Greco-Roman culture, when they were creating this month of September, they named it in conglomeration with their fire god, Vulcan, where we get our word volcano, which means every time you say September, you're actually saying fire. 
which means this whole month has been God getting you on fire. Pay attention. God is fire. Deuteronomy 4.24. Bible says God is a consuming fire. This means God will burn some things up. I'm so glad he burned up that relationship that wasn't headed nowhere. Let's talk. I'm so glad that he had to burn up your attitude. He had to burn up your frustration. He had to burn up your plans because your plans were too small. He had bigger plans. Uh, then it means, watch me, that he will devour. There's some things that God says is in your way, so I'm going to devour. It's like Pac-Man. God says, I'm going to go ahead of you, and I'm going to eat up the mess that's in your way. And for some of you, the reason things have been on hold was so that God could go devour what was going to create your future delay. Let's talk. Then it means to dine with you. So this means, watch me, when God wanted to dine with Moses, right, that he created a burning bush. What does it mean to dine? This ain't grab and go. This means we're going to sit down and have a conversation. We're going to dine. Which means whenever God wants to have a conversation with you, he will set your life on fire. Because sometimes the only way you will sit down long enough to listen is he's got to put your marriage on fire. Let's talk. He's got to put your career on fire. Let's talk. He's got to put your family on fire, your finances on fire. And then finally you're ready to sit down and and have a conversation is there anybody besides me this month where God has been speaking to you loudly you've been driving down the street in silence normally you got your music going but you've been in silence because God has been dining with you he's been speaking with you he's been having conversation with you he's been waking up what had been dead for years on the inside of you say he is fire it means to burn up, to devour, to dine, to eat her. Which means God says, I will eat up whatever needs to be eaten up. Because sometimes there's too much of a supply that's not helpful. Sometimes there's too much of a supply that has no benefit. Watch me. Sometimes there's too much of something that's not necessary. You better hear me. When Gideon had many, many people, the Bible says that the Lord had to eat up some of his army. What if I told you God was in the decrease? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. But, but he had to eat up some of Gideon's army because he said, you have too many men. And if y'all go out, you will say, we won this battle because of how strong we were. But God got the army down from thousands down to 300 men. And he said, listen, if they can't lap up the wild like a dog. See, you got to make sure you sit next to somebody that watch me. It ain't, the size, it ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Make sure you ain't sitting next to no bougie somebody that don't know how to fight. Make sure you ain't. You need somebody in your life that know how to tap that head whenever we gotta go there. You need somebody that got a rubber band in a purse. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Would you touch the person next to you please and tell them say there's gotta be a fight in you. There's got I don't like the way they said it. You don't need to be sitting next to no punk that won't fight. Touch somebody else say there's got to be a fight in you. You ready? He said if they won't lap up water like a dog. Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay bow wow yippee yo yippee yeah if they won't get down like that then you don't need to take them with you and for some of you let me tell you what God's been doing September he's been separating who's really around you and who's really with you because just because we have proximity does not mean that you serve a purpose there's some people that are around you and they're like leeches they take your energy they take your money they always need a handout never want to do nothing for you you always praying and encouraging them but they never ever think about you God says I've been separating who's just around you and who's really for you I had to eat that trick up you look at the screen that's what the word is it means eater 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 I, I, and they had to go they had to go look at somebody said they had to go they had to go uh-huh. and for some of you for some of you here's the crazy part some of them are your own family 
Okay. Some of them are your own flesh and blood. And God said, I had to eat that up. Because watch me, because they have been the reason you haven't walked in what you're supposed to. Because every time you're supposed to step forward, they come with their issues. And when they come with your, their issues, it stops you from moving forward. But prophesy to the person next to you, so you won't be blocked by that again. Then here's my favorite definition. It means up. Every time you look at the word fire, it means to go up. Pay attention. Which means any area of your life that's on fire, it means God wants to take that area up. Watch me. Watch me. Here's why we're not afraid of the fire. Because our God is fire. Which means when I see fire, I ain't running from it, baby. I'm running to it. Burn, baby, burn. Because if it's on fire, he's about to take it. Y'all ain't talking to me. If it's on fire, it's about to go up. If every person, you walked in here and maybe your finances were on fire. But that just means in October, he's about to take them. Maybe, maybe your career was on fire. But that means he's just about to take you. Maybe your family was on fire when you walked in here tonight. On fire when you logged on. But that means it's about to go up. I will know who I'm preaching to by your praise. If you got any area that's on fire, release a praise right there. Shall burn, baby, burn. Watch me, watch me. Be seated, be seated, be seated, be seated. So if your whole life is on fire, this means God says, I'm not just taking sections of your life up. If, if your whole life feels like it's on fire. See, where are the people? Well, when you look at every area, you like it's a fire right there, fire right there. Matter of fact, it feels like I'm surrounded by fire. But if I'm surrounded by fire, that means everything in my life is about to increase and go up. Pay attention. Bible says he's a jealous God. And that doesn't mean God wants what you have because what you and I have, God gave us. It means that God is on fire for you. He's impassioned with you. Which is why I cannot do passive people. If my God is fired up about me, what I look like letting somebody passive be around me. And for some of you, watch me, your need to be needed is about to come to its end because you have people around you that they're too passive about you. Let me prove it to you. They let other people talk about you in their face. See, we can't do this. Okay, y'all ain't gonna talk? Because if you're passionate about me, the moment somebody say something sideways about me, it's about to be some smoke in the city. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. And I want to tell you, your circle is about to be filled of people and full of people that are passionate and fired up about you. So that if they start an issue with you, they start an issue with them. You don't need wet wood around you. You need people around you that are on fire. So check your role, check your section, the elbow them, say, I need you to be on fire. Let's go to work. So God is fire, but then fire is spiritual. Isaiah 4, 4. He will cleanse by a spirit of fire, which means this is spiritual. And if it's spiritual, it's not bound by natural law, time, which means fire can go into my past and clean it up, go to my future and get it ready. Fire is not bound by location, which means we could be in here, you could be online, and wherever you're at, God's going to start one in you. And then it's not bound by distance. It can go from Denver to Atlanta, Atlanta to Denver, Atlanta to wherever. Fire is not bound by natural, watch me, at laws, but also it's not bound by natural expectations. For most of us, when we think of fire, we see fire as destroying something. So even the concept of fire is like, I don't want no fire, Lord, keep the fire away, but he is fire. This is why the, the enemy, can I teach tonight? 
This is why the enemy, the Bible says, and no wonder he transforms himself into an angel of light, which means he always imitates what God is because he can never be what God is. This is why all of our imagery of hell, which is based off of Dante's Inferno, which is not even Bible, it's based off of Greek mythology, Zeus, the God of the heavens, Hades, the God of the underworld. So now watch me. The enemy has now made himself to be the God of fire, even though he's not fire. He's an imitator, but he's not able to be a duplicator. So this is why many Christians are afraid of fire when the truth is, when fire shows up, I should walk into fire because my God is fire and I should not fear what it is that my God is and for some of you tonight there's a lot of fire going on around you and you halfway one gonna come tonight but you got to the right place at the right time because you're about to walk out of here not afraid of the fire you're about to walk out of here on fire I wish you touch somebody and just tell them say fire fire Fire, fire can destroy, but it can also create. Hear me? Which means when you see areas of your life that are on fire, God says, I'm not just doing that to destroy some things. I'm doing that to create some things. What if the you you needed to be couldn't become until you were put on fire? What if you were never going to quit so he made them fire? What if you were never going to quit them so God made them ghost you, which means they had to fire mm. Uh, let's go. Let's be. Fire can destroy, but it can also create. So God uses fire. He uses fire to do four things. I'm almost to where I want to go. Number one, to be your aegis, which means to be your protection. Whenever you pray for protection, God starts fires. Number two, to ameliorate you. That's just a fancy word to mean make you better. Whenever you say, God, I want to be better, God says, good, I'm going to set you on fire. Because there's something called metallurgy, which means for metal to become valuable, it's not valuable in its raw form. You have to put it under fire so that everything that can't handle the fire burns off. Which means you're not really at your highest value until there's some things that have fallen off of you. Wait, 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 wait. For a lot of you, the baggage that you carry up until today, watch me, you're going to leave it in this building tonight. I'll preach to somebody. For some of you watching me online, you've had a lot of baggage that you've carried. And God says, I'm about to burn the baggage off of you. I'm going to make it easy to make the decision you're about to make. Mm. I'm going to make it easy to make you do what it is that you've got to do. Because I'm going to make you better. So i got to burn some things up off of you. i got to burn that attitude up off of you. i got to burn that fear off of you. i got to burn that doubt over you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. i got to burn your hatred of pastors off of you because your last pastor there. Y'all ain't going to say, i got to burn that off of you. Touch your neighbor say, let it burn let it burn for some of you you've had such disappointing experiences with church that God has to burn that off of you because watch me one bad experience does not speak for everybody one crazy Christian don't speak for everybody one person that did you dirty does not speak for everybody what if God says I need to burn that off of you because I'm about to show you why you went through that I'm about to show you you're about to be a healer for people that have been hurt by the same thing that you were hurt by say burn baby burn Number three, he uses fire to make you aware. This means to give you clarity. Anytime you pray for clarity, God's going to start a fire because you don't know what it really is until he sets it on fire. In fact, you don't really know if that's your friend until the friendship is on fire. Ready? You don't really know if they're going to help you until you're on fire. And when you reach to them for help, all of a sudden they can't respond. He uses fire to give you clarity. And finally, here it is. This is going to shout me. He uses fire to advance you and accelerate you. Which means whenever God wants you to get somewhere faster, he starts a fire. Because the fire will clear the way for you so you don't have anything to work through. Come here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Let's go. Now watch me. When God wanted to promote them, see, you think it was just about the fact that they didn't want to bow down 
and worship the statue of Nebuchadnezzar when the music played and that's part of it but the truth is God had promotion on his mind for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they had a friend named Daniel Daniel is the one that wrote about their story and in case you don't know the story let me teach you for a moment there were three Hebrew boys and they were actually really young men they weren't really boys they were all friends, Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their actual Hebrew names uh, were Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah, which means grace, favor, provision, and God helps me. So watch me. While you see their Babylonian names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they got into the fire, their Hebrew names came out, which means, watch me, I didn't see my grace until I was on fire. I didn't get my provision until I was on fire. I didn't see my favor until I was on fire. I didn't see him help me until I was on fire. You ready? But here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh, Daniel is sitting there writing it. Shut up. Daniel is sitting there writing it. How you gonna be my friend and write about what I'm going through and not try to interject to help me stop going through what it is that I'm going through? So Nebuchadnezzar gets mad because they won't bow down when the music plays. Y'all play some for me. They won't bow down when the music plays. So the, the law word like this. When the music played, they were supposed to bow down and worship this image of Nebuchadnezzar. Well, they didn't do that. So watch me. You always got somebody that's watching to see you fail. And, and I, need, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. Because watch me. They've been watching, but they're about to get a totally different show. I'll talk over here where they shot. They've been watching, Shada, but they're about to get a totally different show. They were expecting you to fail, but they're about to watch you walk into everything God has ordained for you. You know why God didn't kill your enemy? He wants them to watch. Let's go. So they wouldn't bow down. So they're brought before the king. Question, why in the world would you bring this little issue before the king? The king had already decreed that if they did not bow down and worship, that they were supposed to be cast into the fiery furnace. Which means God is so into you that even your issues get made into bigger deals than they really are. Because God wants to make sure you're not dealing, watch me, don't be offended, that you're not dealing with Indians, you only deal with chiefs. Don't be offended by that, I'm a Cherokee, I just got my blue card. Listen, all right? You ready? I did. It's in my wallet. Watch me. Watch me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. So the issue gets brought before the king. The king gets furious. King gets so upset. He's like, so y'all ain't going to listen? Who is the God that's going to take you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, oh, king, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Let me stop right here and help somebody. You don't have to give everybody an answer about everything. There's some things you just simply need to say. This ain't none of your business. Baby, I'm going to need you to go get you some business. Because I'm going to need you to get up out of my... I ain't got to answer every text. I ain't got to answer every Instagram. I ain't got to answer every email. I ain't got to answer... Some things the answer is I have no answer. Y'all with me? So they won't bow down. The music is playing. Nebuchadnezzar is like, stop, stop. Nebuchadnezzar is like, stop. He's like, stop, 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 stop. He's like, turn the fire on. Make it hot. And he said, make it so hot. Make it seven times hotter. Which means it's going to be real hot. It's going to be Atlanta, middle of July, going into August. To where you get in the car and your legs just sweating all over your leather seat. Just, just hot, hot. It's hot. They walk in there. Or they're thrown into the fire. They go into the fire bound. Come here. You're going to be. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. You're going to be. All right. I'm Shadrach. Meshach. I've been to go. You ready? They go into the fire. They're bound. They're bound. They're tied up. Pay attention. You put me into the fire bound. You put me into the fire tied up. But when they go into this fire, the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar is watching them. This is why it always feels like somebody's. And you got no. Y'all don't know the song? Why y'all looking at me like that? Atlanta, don't play with me. You know this. You ready? This is why for many of you, you say, God, why do you let other people get away with stuff? 
And it seemed like everything I do, people are always looking at me, always seeing, because watch me, because God needs somebody to be the example. And I hate to be the one to tell you, you're the example. He's about to prove his word through you. He's about to show that you can start from the bottom. He's about to show that you can take nothing and turn it into something. He's about to show what a miracle looks like. He's about to show what a survivor looks like. What if I told you God's about to take somebody through school through your life? What if I told you God was writing a new book called The Book of You? Can I get you to say your name in the atmosphere? Say your name. He's about to write a book called You that people are going to study and look at. Let's go. Shadrach, me, I gotta hurry up. Shadrach, me, shake the bed. They go, they're going to the fire. They're going to the fire burn. Nebuchadnezzar's watching through his little observation window. He's watching. They go into the fire burn. And, and watch me. The men that put them in the fire, it killed them. See, see, this is what's crazy about some people's hatred of you. This is what's crazy about some people's issues with you. Is you're like, look, you think you can handle. Okay. Just look at somebody say, I make it look easy. See, other people think they can do what you do, but the truth is they couldn't handle the fire. They can't handle your seat. They can't handle what you've been through. Wait a minute. Let me make sure I'm in the room with some survivors. If your neighbor knew a fraction of your story, they put a praise in the atmosphere for you. Every survivor on three, pop up on your feet and release a praise. One, two, three, go. Survive it. Survived it. Survived it. So they're going to the fire. We gotta hurry. They're going to the fire. They're bound. You're bound. You're bound. They're bound. They're bound. They're bound. They're bound. They're bound. This fire, it, it, Nebuchadnezzar's confused, Barbie. He's confused. Because he's like, ain't nobody screaming. Because this is supposed to hurt them. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody hollering. This is supposed to make them holler. I don't smell flesh burning. This is supposed why? Well, why don't I see what I normally see when other people go through this? Let me talk over here because they don't shout over here. Why do I not see happening from them what I normally see happening when we put people in this fire? I came to tell you, your neighbor is not a regular smegular. Mm. Your neighbor is not a Johnny come lately. Your neighbor was born to rule mm, and to reign mm, and to conquer and subdue. Your neighbor's a line crosser. They're a history maker. They're a boundary breaker. They're a curse breaker. And their best move is about to break out. I Let's go. Let's go. So they go in the fire bound. They go in the fire bound. They go in there. Nebuchadnezzar doesn't smell flesh. He doesn't smell screaming. He doesn't smell any of that. He says, then he gets up and he sees, wait a minute, there's somebody else. There's somebody else. Come on. There's somebody else that's in the fire. Watch me. And, and, and he looks different. Nebuchadnezzar said, he looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar said, didn't we put three, didn't we put three dudes in there? Where does fourth one come from? Now pay attention, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. The spiritual year just went from 5783, Facebook. It went from 5783 to 5784. Four is the biblical number to create. Pay attention. Which means God says, I'm about, you're about to create the life that you want. Okay. Okay, uh-uh, 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 you better hear me. God says, I'm about to get creative. You're about to have stuff happen that you can't explain it except to say God did it. Oh, my God. You're not about to live in a box everybody else has tried to put you in. You're not going to live in the box your mama and them, your daddy and them, your cousin and them, everybody else put you into. You're about to create something. On three, hold a four up in the air and shout, yes, Lord. One, two, three, yes, Lord. Let's go. Nebuchadnezzar. 
give me just a little amount of Nebuchadnezzar says, this, this fourth, bro, he don't look like the rest of them. He looks like the son of the gods. And didn't we, didn't we tie him up when we put him in the fire? How they walking around? Which means what you meant to hurt me deepest is actually what helped me most. Because I didn't get free until I got in the... Oh my God. You ain't going to get your upgrade until you get into the... Things ain't going to turn around for you until you're in the fire. He calls them out. Fire means up. It means promotion. Nebuchadnezzar says, come out here, you three. Now this is interesting because why didn't you call the fourth one? Why, why didn't you call the fourth? You said there's three dudes in there. Why didn't you call the fourth one? Because Nebuchadnezzar recognized that they're, watch me, they walk in a level of authority that I can't touch. You, you know the challenge some people have with you? Watch me, is that they can't touch you. They can come up with a lot of lies, but none of it sticks. They can come up with a lot of mess, but none of it sticks. They can come up with a whole lot of stuff they try to throw on your name. But the truth is, they only end up making themselves look sideways, crazy, and foolish. He's Nebuchadnezzar says, come out here, you three. He says, he says your God must be God. He, he, he brought a bunch of people. He brought a crowd. Pay attention. I'm getting to where I want to go. He brought a crowd around him. Say he brought a crowd. They looking at him. They studying him. They don't, they don't smell like fire. Hair still intact. They're looking good. They got them good Harvest V shirts that are available in the pop-up shop out front. He said, they look good. He said, he said they're doing good. Look at your neighbor and say, you look good for what you've been through. Uh-uh. I don't even like the way they said that. Uh-uh. Because some of y'all ain't been complimented all week. You need this one. Look at somebody and say, you look real good for what you've been through. How you not in an insane asylum rocking back and forth? You look real good for what you've been through. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. We're done. Come on, watch me. So, 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 so pay attention. Say advance and accelerate. This is the point. God wanted to take Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego further, faster. So they were already serving at a certain level in the, in the king's government. But when God wanted them to go further, faster, he set them on fire. And when they came out of the fire, Brian, the Bible says that the king promoted them. Daniel 3 and 30. 30. It's 30 days in this month. Touch your neighbor and say, by the end of this month, something's about to go up. Play with me if you want to. Play with me if you want to. Bishop, I heard that before. You ain't heard me say it. First Samuel 3, 19. And the Lord was with the man of God, and he did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Shout up. They got promoted because of how they handled the fire. So for some of you, like, God, why am I going through this? God is like, I'm trying to take you further, faster. And you got this five-year plan. I want you there by December. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You keep talking about you're going to do it in your 40s. No, nah, boo, you're going to have this done in your 30s. You keep talking about maybe when I'm 60, I'll do it. Shut your mouth. God wants you to do it right here and right now. You're about to come off a delay. Can y'all give me 10 more minutes? Give me 10 more minutes. Luke 12, 49. I have come to ignite a fire in the earth. Earth there means your life. 
pay attention. This means God wants you and I to be on fire. But fire, here's my problem with fire. It's paradoxical in nature. Which means it's simultaneously contradictory. What does this mean? Fire means this. Antagonism, hostility, and opposition. Okay? So whenever you talk about something being on fire, even though it's God, it's antagonism, hostility, and opposition. Here's the problem. You and I were taught that when it's God, it feels good. You, you think if it's God, won't the Lord make a way? Yeah. But if he had to make one, that means there wasn't. Won't he heal you? If he's got to heal you, that means you were sick. Won't he open the door? If he had to open it, that means I've been knocking for years and everyone I knock at ain't nobody home. So, because God is fire, when it's God, it'll feel like antagonism, hostility, and opposition at the same doggone time. It's passion, excitement, and zeal. It's paradoxical. This is contradictory. How are you opposing me? And when I should want to give up, I'm starting to write my plan for the next one. Y'all ain't going to talk? How is it when you're being hostile towards me and I say to myself, I don't even want to be bothered with y'all no more. I fight. Okay. Yeah. How is it antagonism, hostility, and opposition? At the same time, it's excitement and zeal and passion. But can I be honest, Atlanta? Sometimes all this antagonism, all this hostility, all this opposition can make you lose your fire. And here's the truth. You are G in the spirit. Translation. You're a gangster in the spirit. Which just means you're not new to this. You're true to this. You didn't been through mountains and valleys. Let's talk. You've been to hell and back and came back licking an ice cream cone. So when people tell you to go to hell, you're like, baby, I've been there. Eh? Do they have any new rides? Because I didn't conquer everything they got. You can't cuss me out because I've conquered everything that they had to throw at me. Sometimes, Galen, all of this antagonism, all this hostility, all this opposition, this can make you lose your fire. And here's the truth. Sometimes it's acute where it just happened, but sometimes it's chronic, which means this has been going on for a long time. It's one thing to go to the gym and you don't have a little resistance on the machine and you only got that resistance for that, you know, that one set. It's another thing to have to have lived like that in that posture, watch me, and you can't drop it. Because there's too many people depending on you to hold it up. Can I talk to those of you where people don't know how expensive it is to be you? They don't shout over here, so let me try over here. They don't know how much it takes to be you. Because when you show up, you smile, you make it happen. But they don't know how what you have to fight through just to get to that point. They didn't see your tears. They didn't see you driving your car with the intent of driving it into the Tattahoochee. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. They did not see the expense that it takes to be you. Look at somebody say, it's expensive to be me. Some of you. All this antagonism, this hostility, this opposition, this, this is not just, it didn't just happen real fast. This, this thing has been going on for a while. You've been dealing with these child support issues for years. You've been dealing with this court case for years. Talk to me. You've been dealing with this family drama for years. And every time you think they finally finna act right. Every time you think you find a good family meeting, we're going to call a family meeting, and you think they finally got it together, all of a sudden they come with some more rah, 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 rah. And party is like, you know what? I wasn't going to say nothing, but you keep on rah, 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 rah. It's about to be some rah, 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 r
but tonight, say but tonight, God has ordered your steps here to get your fire back. Because all of that antagonism, hostility and opposition, at a certain point you can just say, I'm done. And here's the truth, you such a G, you never said it, but your actions did. You ready? Because we don't say stuff like that. We don't, we don't utter, I'm, I'm quitting, I ain't finna do this, I ain't finna make it happen. I, we don't say stuff like that. But, but watch me, you just said, well, what, internally, what else? It's gonna be what it's gonna be. They gonna do what they gonna do. Can't control grown people. Whatever. You have to have your little pep talk in your car. They don't even know on Monday mornings when you go into the office, all of what you did to pray up just to go in there. Lord, let us start something with me today, God. She don't want none. You ready? You ready? And sometimes you can lose your fire. You can lose your fire. You, you can lose your zeal. You can lose your passion. You can use your excitement to where you're a dead man or woman walking. And this is the problem. This is when Christians hurt people, it's normally because they've lost their fire. And what they do to other people is a sad attempt to try to get it back. See, some Christians are so judgmental because that's the only way they can feel like they get their fire back. So they got to judge other people so they have something to burn. They got to cast their stones at other people so they have something to burn. Is there anybody in the building or online? We're going to where we want to go and we're going to get there fast. Where you can be honest, where there's some areas of your life. And here's the crazy thing about it. Here's the conundrum about it is that one area can be on fire and another area can just, mm -mm. Mm -mm. nope. Is there anybody in this building beside me where you can be honest that at some point and maybe even right now, you've lost your fire? Wave at me in this building online. At some point. I'm not talking about right now. Maybe, maybe that's not you. Maybe the bishop, I'm on fire. You can't get me on fire. Me and Jesus went to school today. I, I ran Jesus' meal after church. But whatever. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, at some point. See, can I be honest with you? If you've never lost it, watch me, then you never really had it. Let's have honest conversation. If your faith has never been tested, then your faith should never be You don't know what it really is until it can survive a fire and still come out on on fire. There was a man in the scripture that I taught about this morning called Jeremiah. Say Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah had to get his fire back. Jeremiah, here it is. Here's your story. And then we're done because, because tonight I have an assignment. And the reason we're starting these Sunday nights with this message is because I realize for some of you, for what we're going to need to do in our next, you have to get your fire back because what we're about to build requires fire. And you cannot do it with wet wood. You're going to change lives. You got to listen, I came on fire. I just got to make sure when I leave up out this building and online, everybody on fire. That's the person next to you. Say, in the next few minutes, you're going to be on fire for real. And since that's God and that's spiritual, that ain't a bad thing. So here's Jeremiah's story. Jeremiah's name means this. We're going there quickly. Jeremiah, his name means this, whom God will raise and whom God has appointed. I need you to hear me. You're still God's choice. 
In fact, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5 says, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which means, watch me, your identity, pay attention, and not just your identity, but your existence predated a, a conception. Which means, watch me, conception began before your mama met your dad and there was a twinkle in the eye and the Asley brothers came on in the background. Pay attention. When God, when God, when God, when God sent you to the earth, Bible says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, which means before we got a body, we were with God. In the scripture, I love the way the Amplified says, Amplified says, and God chose and approved you, which means I had to qualify to be sent to the earth. So what is it about you that made God send you from eternity into time to change something in time so that it have everlasting eternal effect? Okay, you missed it, so let me back that thing up. You ready? You ready? God said, I chose you. This is why, watch me, you could not die. This is why the car accident could not kill you. This is why, watch me, despite some of the complications, even with your birth, you had to be here. Because, watch me, God says, I chose you and I sent you with an assignment to the earth. And I need somebody to hear me tonight. I know you've been through a lot, but you're still. You're still his choice. Elbow somebody close to you say, you're still his choice. You're still. It means whom God will raise, whom God has appointed. He comes from a family of priests. which means Jeremiah grew up in this thing. Jeremiah knew it, but he, he was known as the weeping prophet because he has several emotional breakdowns, which means you can be spiritual and still have breakdowns. Let's talk. You can be anointed and called by God and still want to cuss, holler, and act a fool. See, some of y'all been, please... Please, see at Harvest, we don't do that fake churchy stuff. You got to be real. You got to be real. Because see, some people never get healed because they cannot be real because they've been taught how to come to church and be a character. But I need you to touch your neighbor and just tell them, say, be real so you can heal. Be real. You can be anointed. You can love God. You can sing the heavens down and still want to go up somebody's. Okay. Nobody over here does, but the rest of us. He has several emotional breakdowns. Brian, he authors the book called Lamentations, to lament, which means to mourn. He asks God how and why. As he's Jeremiah's like, God, how am I going through this? And a better question is, why am I going through this? Because I thought if I was doing your will, it would be easy. I thought if I was doing what you wanted me to do, it'd be easy. And for many of you, this is because you believe the hype that you see on social media. But people have to pose to post, which means, watch me, that what you're seeing is a pose. Which means what you're seeing is what they want you to see. Watch me, and you're comparing your practice footage to their highlight reel. I'll talk over here because maybe some sports people see. Your practice footage is going to have some mistakes. The highlight reel is going to be edited so that all you see is the perfection that people want you to see. But I'm so glad I serve a God that knows how to handle both my practice footage and my highlight reel. He knows how to handle when, I'm, when, when I got issues. He knows how to handle when I'm in the valley. He knows how to handle when I don't even want to handle myself. Is there anybody, let's take a break to be release a praise right here. Well, you're grateful that your God didn't throw you away, that he did not cast you aside that he has loved you and loved you unconditionally if that's you release a praise for three seconds right there three only the grateful people too oh he loves him some me he loves him some me you ready all right watch me watch me watch me uh, uh, jeremiah it gets deeper it gets deeper because he's attacked by his brothers no wait a minute he's attacked he's attacked by his own brothers which means, pay attention, how is it that some of your greatest opposition, hostility, and antagonism comes from your own flesh and blood? I'd understand an attack from an enemy. I wasn't expecting the attack 
to be friendly fire. You weren't expecting your flesh and blood to be the ones that let you down. You weren't expecting your flesh and blood to be the ones that were sitting up having conversations about you that they never thought you would ever hear. You weren't expecting the ones that you helped your mama raise to be the ones that turn on you. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Then, then it gets worse. Say it gets worse. Stop. Say he gets worse. He's imprisoned. Watch me. By a priest and a false prophet. Wait a minute. I thought all church people. Well, I'm coming for you tonight. Because <laughs> for some of you, your issues with God, watch me, are really because of your issues with people. For some of you, your issues with church ain't got nothing. The church didn't do nothing to you. That crazy priest and prophet. It was a person that did that to you. And sometimes there's going to be an issue in a relationship with God when there's an issue with a natural or human relationship. He wasn't in prison, y'all, by, by you know, some, some arch enemy. It was by a priest that represented the same God. How we work for the same God. And a prophet who's supposed to speak on behalf of God. How are we working for the same God, but yet everything you're doing is trying to tear people down? Is there anybody in this book? I remember going through something one time with some church folks. Can I be? Now let me see how honest I can be. I'm, I'm honest. And typically Sunday nights I have no filter. I pray, Lord, give me a filter because for many this is going to be their first time around me. So I said, Lord, help me. But can, how honest can I be? Ooh I remember going through something one time so bad with church people. I said, Lord, if this is how your people are. See, I can understand if you were telling the truth and I didn't want you to tell it. What I didn't understand is you making something up. And I remember saying, God, if this is how your people are, they can go straight. They're going to put a slide up on the screen for you to show you where they can go. They're going to put the slide on the screen. There's a Greek word um, for hell. It's called Gehenna, which means hot trash. Okay, watch me. I said, Lord, they can go straight. Next week, I'll say it. I normally reserve that for fifth Sundays, okay? This is a fourth Sunday. I said, God, if this is how they are, I said, how do we just shout before the same God and now you trying to tear me down? How, how, how did we just praise and worship and you touch me and I touch you and we said, God, about to blow our mind and all of that. And then the moment we get out this service, wave at me if there's anybody in this building online where you've dealt with some issues with some church people in your past. And I pray that tonight, that would be the last night that those issues affect you. I pray that tonight, that God would burn that off in the fire. Because your future needs you healed. You can't carry that with you. You can't walk with that. Touch somebody say, it's going to burn off in the fire tonight. He's imprisoned by the king. He gets death threats. He's thrown into a water tank. It gets so bad that he asks God to remain the curse the day that he was born. And then he discovers an assassination plot to kill him. So this means Jeremiah likely develops paranoia. Paranoia is a thought process influenced by anxiety and fear to the point of irrationality and delusion. Which means everything you see, see, they didn't speak to me. So you know what? I know they were talking about me. Or maybe they just didn't see it. The lights are out. Ready? You ever met somebody that was paranoid? 
that everything was this vast conspiracy against them? That, that, watch me, you have to be careful. You have to be careful because when you begin to lose your fire, you can become paranoid and not even know it. You'll call it discernment and it's not, it's just annoying. Because now you make new people pay for the mistakes of previous people. You make new people pay for the issues of, of, of prior people. But when you're on fire, you have the antithesis of paranoia. You have something called pronoia. Let me teach you, Atlanta. Say pronoia. Pronoia is the opposite of paranoia. Paranoia says there's this conspiracy in the world against me. Here it is. We're almost where we're going. Parano uh, pronoia, rather, says there's a conspiracy in the world for me. Paranoia says everything's against me. Paranoia says everybody lining up to serve me. I'll run it again. Paranoia says everything's on fire. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Pronoia says everything's on fire. It's all about to go. Come on, y'all go get it tonight. Paranoia says, God, why don't you love me? Why are you against me? Paranoia says, you love me so much, you let none of these things stop me. You let none of these things block me. Paranoia says, God, I can't take it no more. Paranoia says, I must be strong as, let's go, strong as fire. I wish you touch your neighbor, say, you strong, baby, you strong, you strong. Oh, you strong as fire. <laughs> Ooh, look at somebody say, you're strong AF. You're strong as fire. <laughs> We're almost there. Paranoia says, God, if you love me, I wouldn't go through this. Pronoia says, God, you love me so much, you trusted me with this. Where are the people that he can trust with a little trouble? Where are the people he can trust with a bankruptcy? Let's talk. Where are the people he can trust with a divorce? Where are the people that he can trust with relationships that didn't work? Where are the people he can trust to be a single parent? Where are the people that he can trust to go through some other things that other people would have given up on? Where are the people he can trust to go from the bottom and feel like you'll never make it, but you build your life back bigger, better, and stronger than you ever were before? We're almost there, Atlanta. I only need six more minutes, but can you touch somebody and say, he trusted you. I don't really like how they said it because when they said it, they should have pushed it with a praise. Come on, you're going to learn Atlanta. Let somebody else say, God trusted you with that trouble. Uh-uh, we still ain't there. I guess it's going to be this third one. It, I guess it's going to be that third one. Come on, just touch them. Say, God trusted you with all that mess. Trusted you with it. Because he knew you weren't going to be messy. Because he knew you were going to have a message in it. Because he knew you were going to bounce back better. Open your mouth. Sunday night, say, he trusted me. You ready? Jeremiah 15, 18. Why does my suffering continue? Why is my wound incurable? God, how am I praying for other people to be better and they better? Let me talk to those of you that are anointed, called, appointed by God, used by God. Which, just say, that's everybody. That's me. The title don't make you. You make a title. You ready? Okay. All right, watch me. How is it that you, you helping other people pray through, and then you get off the phone helping them like, I don't know what I'm going to do. How you believing for other people to get healed, and you like, I don't know if you're going to do it for me, though. You know why? Because your, your grace, your gifts never work for you. 
Gifts were meant to be used. And to be used, that means they have to be used by someone else. Which is why even though you pour into people, you need somebody to pour into you. Even though you sharpen people, you need somebody that's strong enough to sharpen you. This is why for all the strong people, you can't, watch me, you can't be up under a weak leader. Why? You need somebody that can sharpen you. That when you walk out of church, you're like, I wish somebody would. When I walk up out of church, I'm empowered. I didn't just have a good time and shout for 30 minutes, but I got some word that I can go use during my week. I got people to see, places to go, things to do. And I'm iron, and iron sharpens iron. Here it is. He says, Lord, your help seems uncertain as a seasonal brook, like a spring that has gone dry. So the Lord responds to him, if you return to me, stop. He said, Jeremiah, you've been working for me, but you ain't been with me. It is possible to do the work of the Lord without the Lord. Got real quiet right there. It got real quiet right there. I don't have time. I see. He says, Jeremiah, if you return to me, come back to me. You ready? He says, if you come back, I will restore you. But here's the reason. So that you can continue. In other words, he says, Jeremiah, I want to get you back on fire, but not just so you can sit in your seat and be on fire. I want to get you back on fire because I need you to get back up and get back to serving. See how quiet I got right there? See, we're done. But watch me. Your fire is not just for you. To, to, just, to just sit there and to just be a burning bush in the seat. Not to, just be a, not to just be burning in your seat. Watch me. The purpose of your fire is so that you can get up and continue to serve. Watch this next part. You must influence them. Do not let them influence you. He said because all of that antagonism, hostility, and opposition, they're trying to turn you into them. They're vampires. And they're trying to turn you. Y'all ain't going to say that? They're zombies. And they're trying to turn you. Come on, y'all. We're down to where I need to go. But just touch your neighbor and say, but that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Verse 20. They're going to fight against you, but I'll make you secure. They will not conquer you, for I am with you to protect you and to rescue you. The Lord tells Jeremiah, they're going to fight you. But I got you. Say, God's got me. And God told the truth. They did. And it got so intense, we get to Jeremiah 20 and 9, and here it is, we're done. Then I said, I ain't even saying the name of the Lord anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I'm talking to some people tonight, but the truth is, it's shocking to you that you're here. It's shocking to you that you're online, because you're like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to pray in my room. I'm done. I, I can't do it no more. I, I'm done. Jeremiah said, I'm not even going to say his name anymore. Nor am I even going to speak at his name anymore. In other words, Jeremiah had issued, pay attention, his spiritual resignation. Jeremiah said, Lord, I'm done. Pay attention. Because this is what happens when you lose your fire. When you lose your fire, you miss fire. Jeremiah why aren't you mad at the people giving you problems? Why aren't you going to quit fooling with them? Why did you take your anger out on God? Some of you hollering at your kids, you're not mad at them. You're treating your spouse wrong. You're not mad at your spouse. You get on the phone, you in customer service and don't want to serve the customers. Hello? 
what is it? What is it? I didn't come into work. You, you should have called. Let me transfer you. Look at the screen. Here it is. He says, I will not make mention of his name anymore, but his word shout but that was cute shout but but his word was in my heart like a burning fire that was shut up in my bones I was weary of holding it back and I could not pay attention. God says, when I, Jeremiah says, I was off. I was totally misfired. My fire was gone. But it was a word. I wish I could say it was a song, but it wasn't because there's lots of great songs. It was a word. Oh, my God. I wish I could say that it was a blessing I got, but it wasn't a blessing. It was a word. I wish I could say that it was something else, but the truth is, it was his word that reminded me I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never beneath. He makes all things work together for my good. For this reason, was I, it was his word. That's why the enemy don't want you to get word, because if he can shut down the word, he'll shut your fire off. But touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're about to get your fire back. Say, and it's going to be a word that's going to give it to you. Everybody on your feet in this building and online. Everybody on your feet in this building on your line. Everybody on your feet. Stand with me in the building and online. Why? Why is it in this bones? They, they bought me this little skeleton. <laughs> Skeletor. It's some, give me them extra bones. <laughs> I, I've talked with props for years. Because you're going to remember this. Watch me. Why is it in its bones? Because if in its bones, that means it's coming from the inside. Which means nobody can touch this. I'll talk over here. Say this time, ain't nobody going to touch this. Oh yeah, this time, that little family stuff, stuff that ain't going to touch this. This time, that little mess with your money, listen, you're going to make double next month. I don't know why you're tripping over that little issue. I'll talk to somebody. You're not getting a call back. That was the best thing that could have happened for you because God put it on delay. And every delay is to your benefit. Say, Lord, give me my fire back in every area of my life right now in Jesus' name. Now lift your hands. Now, Holy Ghost, I need you to do what only you can do. Man can lay hands, but God, I need you to lay hands on every person in this building and online. And I need you to give them their fire pack on three, holler fire and put a praise behind it. One, two, three, put a praise behind it. And let the fire burn up your depression. Let it burn up your anxiety. Let it burn up your issues. Let it burn up your mess. Let it burn up your anxiety. Shout fire. Shout it again, fire. Now praise the God that answers by fire. Some of you need to get to this altar and walk the altar. Some of you need to just move around in your seat. I just need you to get free in your fire because you're going to leave this place on fire. 
We'll be out of here in a couple of minutes. But I need your fire back. Come on, praise the God that's about to restore your and it's going to burn. And it's going to burn. Give me just a little monitor, please. And it's going to burn. And it's going to burn. Come on, Atlanta. I need to hear the sound of people that are on fire. I need to hear the sound of people that are on fire. Hallelujah. 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 Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Grab the hand of the person next to you. Everybody stand with me. Grab the hand of the person next to you. We're done. But I got to make sure that this wasn't just emotional. I need you to make sure. Say, we're going to make sure. Jeremiah said, but it was the word. Notice, God didn't touch him. What was in him simply reignited. And somebody said, Bishop, just lay hands. I could do that. But watch me. But what if the Lord wanted to just come down your row? What if the Lord wanted to come to whatever device you're, work, you're watching on right now? I just need you to squeeze that hand just a little bit. Don't hurt him. Say, in the name of Jesus. Just tell him, say, in the name of Jesus. I declare that God will lock that fire in you. From this moment forward, your fire will be back. Your passion will be back. Your excitement will be back. Your zeal will be back. I rebuke backlash that will try to put your fire out. When you leave this place, lock it in them, God. The praise I release is to lock it in them. Now just release a praise for God locking that in your neighbor. I said, he's going to lock it in your neighbor. Listen, heads about eyes closed, heads about eyes closed in this building, heads about eyes closed in this building. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I don't want to end this experience without giving you that opportunity to do that. Shall lock it in me, God. This will not just be another church service for you. This will be a turning point for you. This will be a turning point for you. I said, this will be a turning point for you. I said, this will be a turning point for you. You're going to wake up without the clock. I'll talk to somebody that wants to hear me. You're going to wake up because your fire's going to get you up. Your fire's going to wake you up at 4 and 5 in the morning with ideas and strategies and answers. God's about to visit you because he's the God that answers by fire. And you thought your relationship with the Lord was good before. It's about to go to a whole nother level. Shall fire Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Wherever you're at, on three in the building, you're going to slip your hand up online. Do the hand with emoji. Say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, slip that hand up in this building online. Do the hand with emoji or say it's me. I have people watching online. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart. That you are my Lord, 
Come on, let me hear you. And my Savior, give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I was far from you, reconnect me to you. Let me leave on fire. You give it to me, God, so no man can take it from me. Lock it in me. Let me hear you, Atlanta, say, lock it in me. In Jesus' name, amen. You just pray that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself or you're sure. Scan that QR code or text Harvest to 55498. Listen, guys, we're building a team. Let me be very direct about it. We need on fire people to be a part of our team. I set the date um, just by faith saying, Lord, make it happen. And, uh, and so God has done that. But now it's time for us to build. And we need on fire people. That's why this message is tonight. Because you can't build with wet wood. You need on fire people. Just look at the neighbor and say, you look on fire to me. And even if you got to speak about faith, just tell them. Say, you look on fire to me. <laughs> Some people, when they're on fire, they don't quite look like it. Their face don't tell the story. Because they get that stank church face like so I want you to be a part of that. How do you do that? It's really simple at Harvest. Everything's automated. Everything's a system. Everything's a text to make it easy and convenient. All you do is you're going to text Harvest to 55498. It's on the screen or scan the QR code. You're just going to enter the option for Join HC, for Join Harvest Church. And um, we'll take you through our simple, easy process to get involved and be a part of what God's going to do here. Next week, we'll be together in this same building at this same time. But can I get you to make sure you're part of our text family so you can get updates on what happens? Um, we keep you updated with everything. You can just text harvest to 55498 did y'all get some out of this word tonight i said did y'all get some out of this word tonight just snatch it like say i got my fire yeah you ain't gonna take my fire from me listen there's something in harvest we do it's called sowing the seal and we do this the lord i never did this before may 22 may of 2022 I mean, I heard the Lord say it. I said, God, you want to do that every service, every prayer? He said, obey my instructions because I'm about to release wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. 42 in the last 12 months of new six and seven-figure earners at Harvest Church. Three new seven-figure earners in the last 12 months. Look at the neighbor and say, and your finances are going to go up too. Tell them. I don't like the way they said that. All right, try another one. T try another one and just look at them and say, and I told you, say, money will not be your issue won't be and so here's what we're going to do here's what our seat's going to be um 50 is the number of jubilee that's going to be our seed tonight to seal this word tonight if you came in late you weren't able to give your tithes offerings first fruits we normally do this for our online family you do that we're going to sow the seal tonight and i always lead by example i never ask you to do what i don't do and i'm sowing that tonight to seal this word bishop Boomer, where in the word is that at where that's at in the bible Several places, but made very clear in 1 Samuel chapter 9. When the word spoke life to them, they sowed into it. And I always sow double, so I'm going to do twice that. I just like to get double. I'm the type, like, if I see somebody get a little bit more eggs than me, like, hold on, they got a little bit more eggs than me, run me some more eggs. Like, I just, I like overflow, increase, abundance. How can you sow that? Use the cash app, dollar sign, bishop form with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Givelify. That's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Atlanta, I know this is only our, I think, ninth time being here ever, but I love you. I love you too, Bishop, you don't even know me. I love the people that I lead, and it's the truth. I'm not a hireling. I'm not doing this. You know, some of the comments are interesting. People say, these preachers trying to come to Atlanta. I said, look, baby, I got something before I came. I ain't coming here to get nothing. I got something. I'm good. God's been good to me. I started my first business when I was 12. By the time I was 21, I built Denver's largest black-owned real estate finance brokerage. 
Um, to God, be, no, to God be the glory. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I didn't get in the ministry to get something. I had something before I got in the ministry. Um, my motives are pure. My heart is pure. I want to see people's lives changed and transformed. That's what I care about. That's what I'm here for. And I'm excited that you're part of it. Everybody's included. Black, white, tall, short, Spanish, Portuguese, French, whatever. Look at somebody and say, everybody's included. Say, nobody's excluded. So I need everybody to bring at least one person with them next week. What are we doing? We're going to do these weekly and uh, to continue building our team so we can prepare for the full launch of Harvest Church. And we're excited about that. Anybody else excited about it besides me? I want to push some of y'all next week. Make sure you're here right at 6 so that way we can can do what we got to do keep it moving. We're going to start on time, and I want to be able to get you out on time so that you can go and do what you need to do. I recognize even on a Sunday night in Atlanta, it's still traffic. Like, where they going? Where they going? (laughs) Come on, lift to give it to the Lord in the building. Get no lines. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I sow to seal this word. Lock this in me tonight, God. Have your way. And get the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all come on back, sing, celebrate the King. Would y'all give it up for this band and, and, and Harvest Worship, these amazing singers? I want them to sing, celebrate the King again. And uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that song. Uh, let's, there's some way we end, and there's a simple way we end every service. The bastards are passing. There's a simple way we end every service. Those you give it online, you can use the digital methods of the QR codes. But we simply do it this. So I'm going to do it for you so you can see it. We point up to say, love God. We point out to say, love people, and then we touch ourselves to say, love life. Jesus said, if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, that's the greatest commandment. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself, which means you can't give to me what you don't give to you. Okay? So that's how we end. So it's all about love around here. Somebody says, it's all about love here. So if you, if you want to be mad and mean, this ain't the right place for you. Right? If you want to come to church and look mad and look all of this, this is not, we encourage you to go somewhere else, please. There's several other options. You can go somewhere else. But if you're going to come up in here, we're going to build one another up. We're going to love one another. We're going to speak life into one another. And we're going to lay the foundation so that we can launch something amazing in this city. And so he said, Bishop, why in the world are you in Atlanta? Why Atlanta? I didn't want to come here. But I'm happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here. I I literally said, I said, God, they have enough churches already. And he said, son, look at the numbers. He said, 60% of people are still unchurched to de-church. Just just because there's an abundance of supply does not mean that that is not a scarcity of attention. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. And so there's 60% of people, just play for me, son. There's 60% of people in this city, in this area um, that do not know the Lord, um, which means the majority doesn't know the Lord. Somebody said there's work to do. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what we're going to do. I'll be out front to meet and greet you. I would love to. I'm, I'm not. Let me just be clear. I'm not one of these pastors who don't want to interact and touch and be around the people. I'm not like that. I stand out there for as long as I need to. And I will hug and pray and talk and all of that. They call me the people's bishop because I genuinely love the people that I lead. Um, that's just my heart. So if you want a pastor that's too good to talk to you, I'm not your guy. There's other options. But, but for everybody else, I'm going to be out there to meet and greet you. And if you don't want to meet and greet tonight, that's okay. Let's do it together. Love God, love people, and love life. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So. 
Just text the word DECISION to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.